Hey there, my name is Tyler Morningstar, and I'm here with my co-host and mom, Carrie Morningstar. This is the Selling Fort Wayne podcast. This podcast is focused on all things real estate related in and around the Fort Wayne area. We'll also touch on some community events and some community outreach as well. Thank you for taking the time to listen. Now, let's dive into today's episode. Hi there. Welcome to the Selling Fort Wayne podcast. This is Tyler Morningstar along with who? You act like you don't know me. Well, this is his mother, Carrie Morningstar, also a real estate agent. And my phone number is 260-433-5385. He's just trying to one-up me from our last episode, <laughs> but I have been in business for 34 years. Salute. You muted me. <laughs> you not? Turn it back on. All right, so... Let's let's talk to our guest. Let's talk about our guest. Yes. So we have a gentleman by the name of Tyler Keys here in our studio. I guess it's a studio. Mm-hmm. Um, Tyler is with Three Rivers Credit Union. He's a loan officer, and um, I use him quite a bit, particularly with new home construction, because Tyler and he'll we'll get your background here. Tyler comes from a building background, so he's very familiar with the building process and all that that entails. He's here to talk to you, us, and educate us about all things credit-related. Yeah, exciting. Tyler. Tyler. Introduce yourself. Yeah. I'm give with the two of, Tylers Give today. us a little bit of your background. Yeah, How absolutely. long you've been at Three Rivers and, and everything else. Yeah. Well, thanks, guys, uh, first off, for having me on. Uh, long-time listener, first-time uh, podcast <gasps> guest. So. Long-time listener. Our only one. Yes. Yay! We have them in the, into the uh, podcast room today. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, I've been, well, uh, born and raised Fort Wayne. Okay, first off, high level. I've been in the building and real estate industry for now going on about 12 years. I was in the building and real estate side like yourselves for about 10 years before making my way over to Three Rivers. Just time for time for a change and to wear a different hat in the home buying process. Used Three Rivers a ton. When I was on, on the other side of the table, liked the products, liked the culture, liked what Three Rivers means in in the public persona here in our region and so i was able to kind of transition over over here and i've been doing this now for a little over 12 months 12 13 months now at this point so a little bit of a learning curve but it i like to think i i learned fast and i was a little bit dangerous coming into it since i had at least some experience from real estate and building side well i think one of the things that i like about tyler is born and bred in the Fort Wayne area and also with a local company. I try to do as much local as I can to keep funding our community. And so I appreciate that, Tyler, very much because I too use Three Rivers and personally use Three Rivers as well. So thanks for coming today. This is really exciting because I think a lot of times when you're just starting out especially, you're not sure what your credit score is or what is a credit score right you know and i think that's you know people say well i have a 500 credit score shouldn't that be pretty good sure and so i just thought tyler today you know maybe you could give us a little insight on what is a credit score how does it work and um just go from there yeah absolutely so i think what what you're saying it's it's not an uncommon when when i have someone someone young that comes to us and interest rates are low, right? 
they have a good job, they're out of college, I'm making some money, the next step, you know, I'm either getting married or I'm, I'm buying a house or both, right? Mm-hmm. And so they want to take those steps and they'll come to us and it's not uncommon where they don't, where they don't have a credit score. I've never had a credit card. I was told to stay away from them. I paid cash for my car and I didn't have an auto loan. You know, I didn't have a, a credit score. My parents didn't add me as an authorized user on a credit card when I was a kid. Okay, well, I can't help you today, but we can try and help you take some steps to get some credit established. And that's kind of the nice thing about Three Rivers is we have different products outside of just mortgages that we can help people, you know, hey, come come on into a branch, we'll find something for you. But your credit score is going to be when you have hard, hard debts, okay? So something like a mortgage, your auto loan, if you have a credit card, student loans, personal lines of credit, those are hard debts that you're someone is is backing for you. It's, you know, funds that that you're responsible for. And if you're making on-time payments or if you're ma- making late payments, that is going to make your your score. It's going to move up and down. It's sometimes I kind of refer to it like the stock market. There's not like an exact science. You know, it can trend up, it can trend down just based on your performance, how much money you're borrowing, what kind of utilization you're you're doing. So our job as a lender then when someone comes in is to to try and educate them on that process. And maybe sometimes a recommendation is to go open a go open a credit card or go open a personal line to get some sort of credit established because we need some history. Because the mortgage is the biggest is kind of that biggest piece of the puzzle. To get the mortgage, you you need some credit background. If someone who is just trying to establish their credit and they didn't have a high credit or they didn't have any line whatsoever, would utilities, if they were renting, would that work? Or would their insurance from their car work? Because I've been told like if, as long as they have four lines of some sort of credit, you can show, is it 12 months, 24 months, cell phone bill? Would would any of that work at all anymore? Or? I've seen it come across, you know, it's people will self-report their utilities, right? Or you can self-report your rent and you know, so long as your as so long as your landlord will report back that says you're making your payments. Yeah, those things can go on to your credit report then to try and, you know, help establish some numbers. Those still aren't kind of those hard debts. That's just here's kind of my monthly bills and I'm reporting that I make the payments on time. Right. So it's not it's it helps, but it it doesn't. It's that it's kind of a fluid situation when you talk about it. What I would recommend someone doing in, in that instance is then. call you. Well, yeah, absolutely. First thing, yeah, call us. But then let's get you in. We And I would refer you over to, to one of my branch partners that I work with, and we would do some credit counseling. And we'd, we'd pull you in and say, what's your goals? What's your long-term goals? What's your short-term goals? We need to establish some credit. What can we try and qualify you for to get some things up and going for you? And if you want to continue to self-report those utilities, that's fine. It's not going to, it doesn't hurt you, you know, to do that unless you're obviously, unless you're not making the payments on time, but. So that is a program that you, you Tyler through three river, three rivers can help somebody if they're new mm-hmm. or what if they have like damage credit, because let's say they had to do a bankruptcy or something. Can you, I know long-term you're, you don't, the counseling doesn't really make money, but at the end, you're trying to help them so they eventually will be able to get a home. How long is that that process? Can that take 24 months? Do they have to have 24 months of hard line, or is it 12? Yeah, what the recovery time is yes. from a bankruptcy. Well, not just the bankruptcy. Let's. I'm sorry, just put two the, the things together. Process. Yeah, if if someone's just starting out and they need some counseling on because they they have no credit. Okay. 
Um, what's the what's the process, the process of that? Is that a twelve month? And then then we'll go into the bankruptcy. One. Yeah. So that's going to be a six month period. Mm, okay. okay. So not uncommon. Hey, go open a car, do something, and then let's come. Pull, you know, pull your score in six months and see where we're at. Okay. So that's when we have no credit and now we've established something. So one question for yeah. you. So if someone's listening to this, they say, okay, I don't have any credit and I'm thinking about buying a house. You just said, go get a card. What does that mean? Right. Can you expand on what that means? Yeah. So yeah, I wouldn't just immediately say that, right? I mean, I'm going to have a conversation with right. you and kind of see what we're looking at. Are you talking like a secured <clears throat> card? Secured card. Yeah. yeah. Go, oh, hey. So it can't be a prepaid card where they put money in and then they use it. That can't, that, that won't work. That'll work too. Yeah. It, it there are multiple cards, okay, okay, that you could go do. You come to me and, and you apply for a mortgage and I go to run a credit application for you and you don't have any credit. My first thing, I'm going to pick up the phone or if I'm sitting with you, okay, we don't have any credit. So on the mortgage side, there's not much I can do for you right now except take you over to the branch and let's have a conversation about opening some form of a line of credit, okay? So whether that's a secured card or a personal line, Hey, do you have a do you have a car you know that you paid cash for? Do you need to maybe we take a loan out on it or something to that effect? And then we just partner along with the branch people. Let's get some credit established, make your payments on time, okay? And then let's come back and revisit in six months and see what that score looks like. So that's how we would kind of go through that process. You know, here's another thing, Tyler. I just want to bring up too because I've had this happen. I had someone call me and he he said my my uh, son's ready to buy a house and. On Credit Karma, his credit score is 700. And I'm like, wow, that's really great. Okay. And when we actually went to pull it, it was 560. Right. How true is that Credit Karma thing? Yeah. So those those are really great tools and they can also be dangerous tools because of what you're, what you're saying. That's not an uncommon thing for someone to, I'll ask them, what's your credit score? Oh, I think it's 700. And you go to pull it and oh, we're 614. Okay. So those are working off of either trended data or it's a soft poll or maybe only one of the bureaus. Okay, so there are three credit bureaus that are out there in existence and maybe, and all three bureaus will have different scores usually. So maybe you've got a 700 on one of the bureaus, but it's you could have a much lower score on another one. Okay, so sometimes if you get an auto loan, they're going to pull just one or two of those credit bureaus and not all three. And so those, re- those payments then are not, you know, those are reporting to that bureau, okay? So it's not uncommon to have those those scores be different. So those are a tool that can be used to kind of monitor and see what's going on, but it's not 100, obviously 100% accurate. So if you want your credit report, call Tyler. Yeah, He'll well, help you. And as a consumer, you're allowed to go pull your own to get a full credit report from bureaus once a year, and that's not going to you know, ding you. And mm. you can get in there and you can review what your credit is is that through you or who's that through? That would be not through us. I would have to yeah, have to pull right. up and see who that is. It's free credit report, something to that effect with the bureaus, but not through us to do that. So as a consumer, it's it's something too that you can advise people to do uh, because you want to make sure whatever you have going on is accurate and being reported accurate because sometimes mistakes happen. So we're talking about the credit score and the credit score comes from your hard lines of credit. Mm-hmm. And could you explain like the ratio 
I know this is probably pretty in depth, but you can only have so much debt versus the income you have coming in. Is right. that part of your credit score as well? From a from a home mortgage standpoint, your debt to income ratio, like what you're talking about, yeah, that will affect us with what we can do. But typically, your lines of credit that you go to open are going to have some form of a cap with whoever that lender is, probably based off of risk profile or maybe how much money you make. Okay, mm -hmm. so those things, it, it does play into it in one way, but without without them knowing, obviously, how much how much money you make from a credit bureau standpoint. So, But um, that will determine what kind of loan you get when it can you have deter that. It can. So it could be an FHA or conventional sure. or something like that. The other question I have for you is, Right off the bat, I'm sure somebody's thinking to themselves, well, what kind of credit score do I need to have to purchase a home? Right. What 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 is that magic well, number? Hold on. I want him to answer that, but I want to back up and talk about DTI. Something that and I What's might be DTI? Debt to income ratio. Oh, I've never heard of that before. Really? Another dinosaur <laughs> learns another trick. So we'll talk about my I think this is right, but confirm this for me. Let's say I've got a credit card in my name. Okay. okay? And I've only got, let's say, $2,000 of actual credit that I've used. But I'm approved up to $10,000 on that credit. Right. The DTI is going to take into account the 10000 not just the two. Is that correct? So when I'm looking at it, when I pull your credit, if you have a $10,000 card and it's got a $2,000 balance, that credit company, card company, is going to be reporting some form of a, of a minimum monthly payment. So I'm going to look at what that monthly payment is. Okay, and that's going to count against your hard monthly liabilities. Okay, the second part of that, and I think maybe with where you're going is, what is the, maybe you're referring to credit utilization. Okay. Okay, so if you have, in a, in a good rule of thumb, and I kind of, I made about a, like a five, five items here to maybe talk about, but one of them is the credit utilization. So if you have a credit card, and it's got, we'll just use easy math, because I went to, you know, I went to Woodland. So... <laughs> Um, we won't hold that against you. <laughs> yeah. So if you went to, if you had a thousand dollar credit card limit, and you're utilizing greater than thirty percent, okay, carrying a balance greater than thirty percent, so three hundred bucks, right? Mm -hmm. I carry a balance of five hundred dollars, and you hear people all the time, "Oh, my my credit cards are maxed out." Mm -hmm. Okay. When you're utilizing greater than thirty percent of that available credit to you, brings the score down. Okay, it shows you to be a higher risk, and if you're carrying that for a you know obviously a longer period of time, you know, and credit is a very it's a long game. There's no snap your fingers rule on it. It affects your credit score. Okay, okay? so if you have a credit card, I have a thousand dollar balance. Okay, make your payments. Try and keep that balance below thirty percent, so that it doesn't affect your credit in a negative way. Gotcha. Okay. Sorry. Does so, this affect your credit as well? I know we're kind of skipping all over the board, but if you have established credit mm -hmm. and you are going to get a loan, you you think closing the credit card will help because it'll raise your credit scores. Is that really true? Not necessarily. So one of the other factors is going to be the length of time that you've had credit established. Okay. So even for our young borrowers who are starting out and they go and they open a line, well, in six months, maybe they've got a 700 score now, but they don't have really, they don't have a real strong length of history. Okay. So if you have, and I, I have a card that I've had for quite a while now, I don't use it a whole lot, but it ups the overall credit 
limit that I have available to me between the cards that I do have. And I've made on-time payments with it. I use it a little bit, make the payments, keep the utilization on that card low. That helps my credit stay in a good spot, one, and it and I have a longer-lasting account then that's open. So length of time is a big part of the credit score as well. So don't just necessarily close them out. If you feel like it, they're going to be a problem for you and you're going to abuse the credit card, then, yeah, maybe consider doing that. And you have to maybe take that step one step backwards as far as a score might be concerned to help yourself then take two steps forwards. But don't just necessarily close them out because they could be helping you. Let's say you have a $10,000 card and you carry a $4,000 balance on it and you've got another card that's got a $5,000 limit and you really don't use it. Well, you've got $15,000 available to you and you're only carrying a $4,000 balance, right? Mm -hmm. So that utilization impact tool comes into play. So if you close a card out, and now you have a $10,000 limit and those cards report to that bureau and now I've got a 40% utilization rate, okay, you can see where the number can move up and down and be fluid. So if you if you have them, it's, if you don't use them, you know, I guess you could close them out, I guess, if you really wanted to, but I wouldn't necessarily recommend it. It's good to know. It's just because of available credit. I had a gal oh, several years ago and she had 20 credit cards. Yeah. No balances on them, but she... She had large, like her American Express, she had 25000 It was hard for us to get a loan because she had this available credit to her. Right. And, um, and she, like I said, she had 20 cards. So, you know, I guess that's something you just need to call and talk to Tyler about what you should do. Yeah, we'd have to just take a look at, what's, at what you have. And every it, it's just like everybody's fingerprint is unique and different. You know, your credit is going to be different based off of how you live your life and how you use the the tools available to you. Um, and there's no there's no perfect answer for everybody. It's really just a matter of how can we look at what you have going on on an individual basis and try and help you make either clean some things up, um, you know, or, or set yourself up for something down the road. And that's, you know, that's part of my job, which is which is good. Well, let's circle back. You were asking him about scores and then what type of possible loan and be, what would be a good score for a for a home? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like okay. what's the minimum amount? And then, and I know you have like other programs like USDA, and, mm-hmm. and we're not going to get into all of that today sure. because that's a good way to give Tyler a call and get some Tyler and get some business here, right? Get some business, but um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah, a little bit of that. But I've had people come to me, and and to tell you the truth, it seems like it's all over the board different lenders with, you know, different scores mm-hmm. of what's the minimum they can, you know, would have to get a, a loan. Yeah. It, and different lenders are going to have different requirements as a minimum to be able to, to qualify you for certain types of programs. So good rule of thumb, you know, if you can, in, if you're in that 620 to 640 range, you're probably going to be able to qualify somewhere, probably. Okay. There are some factors that could happen on your individual, you know, credit file that could keep you from being, you know, an eligible borrower. But that's probably going to be on the lower end. There are some programs out there that, you know, you can have a, a much lower score than that. I have to be a little careful kind of what I say with what Three Rivers, kind of how we do it, just because our that number has moved a little bit just since I've started there. Yeah. So, and that's okay. I mean, we're not going down so, that path yeah, anyway. We yeah. want to talk more... General. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and so let's... I'm what sorry, are some? No, that's okay. No, you're good. That's good info. It's a no, and I can continue to 
to expand on that. But, but let's kind of go back to your more focusing on the tips of what people can do to sure. maintain credit or establish credit or things not to do with yeah. their credit. Yeah. Or if they've had a bankruptcy, how do you start over? Yeah. Or is that an, another podcast? That's probably a whole other show. Yeah. We'd get, right. we get Foy in for that one. All right. That's a different bucket to unpack. Yeah. Yeah. So what are, what are some other things yeah. to, for people to remember or think about? Yeah. So fi- I, I wrote down five things of here's, here's five great tips. Okay. Perfect. Of maintaining credit, building credit, making sure you're on top of your credit, however you want to look at it. Okay. Your credit score, the way that the, the, the number gets looked at, it's, it's broken down kind of into different percentages as to how your score gets to become a score. Okay. So the first one's going to be your payment history, and that makes up about 35% of your credit score. Okay. So make your payments on time. That's, I mean, mm-hmm. at the very end of the day, be responsible with the money that you have and the money that you borrowed. You make your payments on time. That's going to help your score. You make a payment late. You have multiple payments late. Ding, ding, ding. And that takes a long time to recover from things like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's the biggest, first and foremost, the thing that I would always tell someone. If I pull your credit report and I see you're having a bunch of lates, hey, you need to make those on time. But also, why are we making them on why aren't we making them on time? How can I help you with that? But that's the biggest one. Number one, make your payments on time. You'd be a big risk. You're a bigger risk, right? Everything in, in the lending world is is risk-based. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number two, and we talk, talked about this a little bit ago, is that credit utilization. So keeping that under a 30% amount. So whatever those available balances are to you, whether you've got multiple cards or one card, let's keep that below that 30% mark. Okay. Number three, diversification of credit. So not just I have one credit card, okay? But if you have something like an installment loan where it's a personal loan or an auto loan along with that credit card, you know, those are that's diversification of the credit types that you have. So that's a help, okay? Number four, don't let accounts go to collections. If you can't make your payments, try and make arrangements for a payment plan if at all possible, okay? So that's a big one. You know, things like healthcare costs or lawyer fees if you get a divorce. I mean, those are things that can add up very quickly. Sure. Um, and come back to, to negatively impact you. And number five, don't open a bunch of accounts in a short time span. Okay. So we're just coming off of Christmas season. It's probably very tempting for a lot of people to go into the, you know, into the department stores and walk out of there with, you know, up to the counter with $400 and they'll entice you with, hey, if you open a credit card with us today, we'll give you a 20% off, mm-hmm. okay? So don't open a bunch of accounts like that yeah, in a short get time me span. every time with that. I think <laughs> I'm saving money. <laughs> Not. Yeah. Another thing, we were talking about this before we started recording, is um, like let's say you get a house under contract and then mm-hmm. you go buy a bunch of furniture yeah. for the house before it closes. Yeah. That's a big no-no. It's a realtor and lender's worst nightmare. Yeah, don't don't do that. Yeah, just do what you're doing and nothing else. Yep. Make, don't buy anything. Make all uh-uh. your purchases later, please. Mm-hmm. Right. This is the biggest purchase of your life in theory, and you need to make sure you are taking care of your own house to get yourself all the way to that closing table. Right. Well, and then like today's world, it's so competitive for buyers. You know, you've had to you've had to probably jump through hoops to get that house that you love. Right, and then you don't want to put yourself in that situation where you might not be able to close now. Right, that That's would be terrible. Worst case scenario. Yeah. Right, you can't close. What and 
it's not just what how does how does that impact you i mean that impacts other families potentially right mm-hmm. if you can't close so you know it's just, it's it's just part of that responsibility as part of our job as a lender and obviously part of your job as as realtors to educate your clients hey we're going into this don't go buy a new car you know don't go buy open a, a open a credit line and buy a bunch of furniture right because mm-hmm. because that could keep us from getting ultimately what you're really after is the home right we mm-hmm. we can figure out the furniture later okay well i think a lot of people think once their credit report or their credit has been pulled for the loan the first time i think they forget that they're going to pull it right before you close or most do to see that nothing's changed and then all of a sudden you've got a couple open lines of credit and then it's like oh boy yeah if we have to go back and run your and, and run credit and you've got something on there you know it at minimum we're probably going to have a big delay yeah. Right. right, right, right. You know, and and hopefully by the grace of everything, we'll still qualify you. Yeah, you d- you don't want to do that. You know, you can. It's it's an exciting time. You, I, I need blinds. I need curtains. I'm building a new home. I need blinds, curtains. I have all this more space. I need more furniture. Okay, yeah, you do, right? Mm-hmm. But we'll get there. Let's get the house figured out first. You've heard of the wrapper two chains? Oh, well, no. we got Tyler two phone. <laughs> Tyler's sitting here with two phones, man. That's that's how busy he is. Two phone, Tyler. You ever heard of dad jokes? Oh yeah, that was quiz. a mom joke. Oh yeah. Sorry, it's good though. I mean, she threw in the rapper with yeah. it too. That was pretty. Slick. That was pretty good. I'm trying to. Was, let this, I mean, it was relevant. The dinosaur. It was know, good. She's becoming relevant. It was. A, it was a quality mom joke. Thank you. Quality. It was good. I hope your parents enjoy it. They're my age. <laughs> well, I think they're actually younger. But anyways, Tyler, is there any one thing? Well, I'm sorry. Did we interrupt you? Were you done with your five? I thought we... I, no, we kind of went through the five. Okay. Because sometimes I'm kind of rude with interrupting because I get so excited that I think You're fine. what I say is so important. But um, It's is, true. <laughs> but is there any one thing? If you had to tell somebody one thing about their credit, what would be the one thing that you would say to them besides call you? I would just tell people, hey, whatever you have that's open, be responsible for it. Maintain it. And maintain it and make those payments on time. And try to get it to 30%. And try or to get, below. Yeah, and, and just be cognizant of what you are spending. I didn't know that. I learned that today. Yeah. The 30%. Did you know that? Yeah. I did know that. But oh, it's man. amazing how many people... It's amazing how... I mean, if you're living at the 30% rule, then you're living within your means. Sure. So, and if you're not, there's where the problem is. Yeah. And it, it doesn't mean you can't have a higher balance, right? It just, it could negatively it's not affect. Ideal. Right. It, it can negatively affect and, the and numbers. Some, and sometimes one month to the next, you might be higher than the it, 30%. It absolutely you know, will move. Like yeah. Christmas. Yeah. But, well, gosh, I think I've learned some things today. Well, yeah. And I wanted to address one more thing. What are some things that you feel Three Rivers okay. does as a company that differentiates itself from other your from competitors? From other people, yeah. yeah. Like, so, why, like for example, Tyler, if I'm listening to this and I'm thinking about calling somebody who's mm-hmm. an LO, that's a loan officer, an LO, why, why Three Rivers? Why should I call them? Right. So... One thing, and I, I have come back to this, and I, I don't know if I've shared this with you just on, on personal notes before. What's really neat with Three Rivers is we care about the individual as a person and their entire financial wellness. And that's something that gets talked about a lot within the credit unions, overall financial wellness. When I started, I had a 30-day training, and the CEO of Three Rivers came in. 
and and he does a 30-day training with everybody. His name's Don Cates. Awesome. I love you, Don. You're great. Um, but he wants a raise, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I just hope Don's listening to this. Yeah, well, maybe he will. Maybe he'll get mad at me after. Who knows? But um, he came in and he, and he said, write down right now where you think your overall financial wellness score. Give yourself, let's go A through F. Write down what you think your financial wellness score is and then text it to your spouse and, and say, hey, if you would grade our financial wellness in this house, what do you think it would be? Okay, so the big picture, our job at Three Rivers is to care about the person from a financial whole standpoint. It's not just let me churn and burn and stamp out loans, right? If I, Because we have different products, because we have student loans, auto loans, credit cards, banking, we have retirement people, okay, that can come in, we can kind of look at that whole financial package for you. And if we see something, it's my job and it's my responsibility to make sure I'm referring you or if I see that you're having an issue with something, I have tools and people in place to come alongside you and help set you up for long-term financial wellness. Um, It's not just about Tyler doing loans. That's what I think to me separates Three Rivers from a lot of people because we, we want to earn, obviously we want to earn your business. We want to develop a relationship with you. And Carrie, you and I talked about this at lunch. That one-on-one FaceTime is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not uncommon for me to maybe not meet someone until we get to the closing table. But when you can connect with someone and they develop a relationship with you, you develop a trust and you develop a relationship and you earn more business, but the, the business, it becomes better right? If you can do business with someone that you know and you trust and you like, it's usually a pretty fruitful relationship. Mm-hmm. So that's what I love about Three Rivers. I love the term you just said, financial wellness. Yeah. That's a really neat term. And if you think about it, I mean, we're all worried about our health. We're worried about all types of things, but that's really a neat way to put it because you know, I'm at getting to the retirement age, but I can't retire because I have a lot of kids I have to pay for, but don't look at me <laughs> kidding. But, um, you know, people don't think about that part of it. Right. You know, right now you're thinking about your health, you're thinking about that, but that's a really cool term. I like that yeah. a lot. The other thing too, I've had some loans and relationships with Three Rivers and the thing that I love best about them is first of all, you know, that's local community, very orientated towards people in our, you know, our, just our city and the surrounding areas. But I have taken loans to Three Rivers where they've had to portfolio a loan and right. they, they tailored it to that person's needs. And I don't see that happen too often. Yeah, They're looking at the individual and going, okay, we see this, we see that, we can make this work. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. There's not too many people who do that any longer. Well, before you said that, I wanted to bring up the something for like again someone listening in the car or whatever the consumer you guys service your own loans yeah can you explain what that means what that means and how that's beneficial for a client right so anything for a home mortgage that is a conventional based product or a product that is held in the portfolio and that portfolio means three rivers keeps it and holds it it's something that we put on our book of business anything that's conventional like that or a portfolio product we keep and we service. So you'll you'll have heard of Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac and loans get sold on the secondary market, okay? So the goal is to be able to have a saleable loan on the secondary market, but Three Rivers retains the servicing rights, which means you're always going to come make your payments with us. If you have a question or you need something, 
your point of contact is with Three Rivers. You're not going to have your loan sold to three different people and have to change your auto payments up or not have a relationship with someone down the road. It stays with Three Rivers because Three Rivers is, is a, it's a relationship-based credit union. And that's we want to be able to maintain those relationships with our members and with our new members. Obviously, we want you to come back and we want you to have a, a good book of business that you can bring to us. But the relationships are the big part of it. And that's why, you know, when I talk to some people who are talking to lenders who don't do that, if you can talk about the relationship side of it, most people want to go that route mm-hmm. um, because they want to be able to have a point of contact or I, I need to go into a branch, you know, and we have some branch managers that have been around for a long time, you know, and people walk in, they know each other. Well, and humans, we're relational creatures. Absolutely. So we gravitate towards that. Well, nothing's worse than calling 800 <clears throat> and you're on hold forever or they're going to call you back and they don't call you back. There is something to be said with Three Rivers. A prime example is when I had my house fire, I went into Three Rivers and said, hey, my, my house burnt down and I have a mortgage with you. What happens? Right. You know, and they said, don't worry about it. We'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. You know, I was sweating because I was like, I, if they call the mortgage, I don't have that amount of money to pay it off. So what's going to happen? Right. So very workable. Took me in. Let's see what we can do. Great company. And, and here's the other thing, too. I felt like I was really kind of like family. Right. Because when that happened, I mean, when I went in, Everybody knew me at my branch and they're like, oh my gosh, we're so sorry. We're so sorry. And, you know, I went in and saw the manager and she's like, oh, gosh, goodness, let's get this taken care of. And I just, it was one relief for me that I did, right. it, you know, it was something I didn't have to worry about any longer. So, yeah. and that was a big thing. It's a big you know? thing. There's, we have our own like company intranet. Okay. And, and there's a, we have a lot of, a, a lot of employees and we, I think we have over a hundred thousand members now, but we'll get on there and you can see stories of people sharing things like that where I had a member come in and I helped them with X, Y, or Z and it had, I had nothing to do with banking. Mm -hmm. Right. But it's, it's just, it's relationship, it's relationship based. And so much of like what you guys do, it's relationship based. You know, they have to, to trust you and feel confident in what you're doing and that you offer them, you know, in your instance, variety of services. It's, it's what people I think still want and need. It's what I it's what I enjoy. So it's a good fit for me w- for working there because the mission is go make relationships, really, and I enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think for us, Tyler, it's very comforting to know that if we make the suggestion to hey call Tyler at Three Rivers, we know they're going to be well taken care of. Yeah. Because if you drop the ball, then we don't look so good either. Right. So we're an extension of each other. Absolutely. So, I mean, um, I, I really appreciate and value that, that you can suggest your name and, and your, you know, Three Rivers and you know they're in good hands. You know, yeah. you don't have to worry about that. And the communication back to the real estate agent, because nothing's worse when someone goes to do... Um, uh, get their finances and you don't know anything about it. I mean, with HIPAA, you can't tell a lot, but you can just, you know, someone can say, this is a good buyer. I learned a lot. I really did. The, the 30% good. thing was something that I didn't know. That was really good. Mm-hmm. Thanks for coming in and talking to us. Thanks, guys, Real for quick, me. tell people how to get a hold of you. Yeah. Uh, you can get me. I have a, a, a mobile phone, my work mobile, one two, of my two. two okay. Phones, two so my direct line at my HIP is 260 uh, you can text me or call me either one there, or you can email me tkees at trfcu.org. Can't get any easier than that. Or if you don't like me and you want to still use Three Rivers, by all means, go ahead. You know, that's fine too. We have other great people in there too. 
Um, so th- this is Tyler Morningstar. You can reach me at 260-433-5385 along with... Carrie Morningstar, if you have any questions about your credit, call Tyler or you can call me. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening and uh, we'll have another episode soon.